You're listening to Podcast BXN, a video game podcast delivering player experience news. Let's go. What's yeah. up, guys? Welcome to Podcast BXN, episode 162. What is Christian doing back there? I am one of your hosts, Daniel Prindle, aka Dan is DTM on Twitter, and I'm joined over Discord by the Nintendo aficionado and artist extraordinaire, Roshan Warner, at Roro, the host of Large Popcorn and Video Essayist, the birthday boy, Christian Macias, at ISO Christian. Nope, that didn't ha- Oh! <laughs> and the... T- the Tarkov Teletubby himself, Gage Dempster at Gilbo Biggins. Hello, everyone. Happy, Happy birthday. birthday to my boy. Yeah? Want some birthday <laughs> Happy kisses? Birthday. Hell yeah. Yeah. On, on birthdays, I give them. When, wait, pucker up. Shouldn't you receive them if it's your birthday? Either way. Either way. Okay. It's a win for me. <laughs> Thank the you. Christian River flows both ways, Christian or Dan. <laughs> Christian, wow! I don't even know what's my name. I don't even know. I'm confused now. Thank hey, you. On. Christian is on timestamps. To everyone joining us live and participating in the chat, just as a reminder, we are live each and every Wednesday at 8 p.m. Eastern time on YouTube. Just search Podcast PXN, you'll find us there, and twitch.tv slash Podcast PXN as well. The topic of the show this week, guys, is our Modern Warfare 2 campaign impressions. But first, the show always starts with the quick bites. So let's go ahead and jump right in. Guys, the first item on our quick bites today is, are we getting a body cam survival horror game now? We uh, yes, we, dude. We got a little bit of a body cam shooter uh, a couple weeks ago. Now we got a little bit of a look of a body cam style horror game called Paranormal Tales, <laughs> and it is coming to Steam in 2023, guys. Uh, so this is the new PT. Yeah, <laughs> PT no, for hold sure. On. Yeah. No, this has nothing to do with PT. This looks nothing like PT. Get out of here. Get out of here, Dan. It says <laughs> Wishless Paranormal Tales with PT in parentheses. They're All definitely right. playing you know it up. You got me there. You got me there. <laughs> if you look at the little video, too, um, or the tweet, I suppose, right above Wishlist at the, on the bottom, it says PT game. Yeah. So you're on to something, Daniel. Yeah. Also, this looks scary as fuck. That jump scare got me. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> the one with the, the little the woman crawling on yeah. the floor. That, that got oh, me for sure. This. Oh yeah, this looks like right up my alley. This looks awesome. <laughs> yeah. uh, the oh, the man, the fisheye effect. Like I just can't, I can't get over how immersive this is. Like I remember seeing it a brief clip on Twitter, and just from like before you press play, I was like, oh, this is this is gonna oh, be no. nothing good. And you click on it, you're like, oh, this is this looks awesome. This looks really cool. Yeah, cool indeed. Uh, our indie next. Are, oh, sorry. Are starting to. No, I'm just. I, I'm just impressed by like the quality indie game developers are are starting. Not starting to, but able to pump out these days. Like this is like really quality stuff that you years ago would not expect out of an indie game. Yeah, absolutely. Things we also wouldn't expect, guys. A Witcher remake has been announced by CD Projekt Red, and it is going to be made in Unreal Engine Five. And this is officially uh, the game that they had already kind of announced called Codenamed Canis Majoris a few weeks ago. 
Uh, so I'm not sure entirely why they didn't just announce this at that time, but um, very interesting that we're getting a uh, The Witcher 1 remake in Unreal 5. Uh, obviously some great tech behind that, so that'll be interesting there. Is this warranted? I think Probably. it actually... More than Horizon. <laughs> yeah. More than Horizon, yeah. I think this actually it is. True. I don't think yeah. the first Witcher game holds up as well as the <laughs> other ones. I don't know. It, it does not, gameplay-wise. It's it's very similar to, like... The Witchers are actually very similar to, like, the Mass Effect in that sort of respect, where it's like, no matter what, Ma Mass Effect 3 plays the best, right? And then you go back to jump into Mass Effect 1 before the Legendary Edition, and you're just like, ooh, this is is rough and witchers definitely like that when do we expect this dan before we move on when do we expect it oh god it's still probably a long way a date on it. uh i dare you right now 2026 <laughs> i don't know no way that's probably too early <laughs> it's too early i don't know it's not cd project making this granted it's a uh well they're working with another team that's actually making it gotcha so, oh yeah. i was gonna say 2025 i thought 2026 was too late yeah well i guess we'll... The, the hard for an rpg the hard work's done you know you know exactly what the story is you know all the the quest like the the dialogue branches all that stuff's already figured out you're just going in and remaking the assets redoing the gameplay i don't know i think in 2025 2025 here's Here's the actual answer. You guys are both right. It'll get announced for 2025. <laughs> for fall. Right. And then it'll get delayed into, into you know, January, February 2026. Of course. Of course. Fool's Theory is the team that's helping them make this game. So, very interested. Have Moving to. on from there, Rocksteady co-founders Sefton Hill and Jamie Walker are officially leaving the studio, uh, and they want to, quote, have a new adventure in gaming. Um, they said in an open letter, Warner Brothers Interactive president said, was Suicide Squad kill the Justice League nearly finished? They had both decided to leave Rocksteady at the end of 2022 and will begin a new adventure in gaming. So um, obviously those two are very uh, important influential over what uh the batman arkham games ended up being and uh i guess the jury's still out on uh what suicide squad's gonna end up being but um yeah definitely a big loss for rocksteady there yes, <laughs> yes. indeed indeed I, I also saw people bringing up like the 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 open letter that a bunch of women wrote to like the bosses there a couple years ago with like the misconduct and racism going on at the studio and obviously these guys were at the head of, of that so obviously that was a while ago they just wanted an apology they never got one but I don't I I doubt that this connect this is connected to that but just just a just a reminder that there was some some allegations uh, towards the bosses over there so Thank who knows you. if this was like them leaving or being pushed out it seems like it's them leaving on their own accord but just just as a reminder just some additional right. information thank you yeah. for that rope because i did not know that thank you yeah it was a while i, I completely forgot about it too but yeah i saw it uh being thrown around today when this story hit perfect yes uh well then maybe this is a good thing for their studio yeah. <laughs> at least for the culture yeah. <laughs> uh, Moving on from there, guys, uh, one of Kojima's new games is being called something like a new medium, according to Kojima. 
Uh, he says, it's almost like a new me medium. If this succeeds, it'll turn things around, not just in the game industry, but the movie industry as well. What are we going to see from Kojima here, guys? <laughs> a new medium. We don't know what we're going to see. It could be anything. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, man, I'm so excited. I, Whatever it is, I'm excited. I don't even know what that means, to be honest. <laughs> like, how do you do that? God, I can't wait to find out, though. <laughs> it's so weird. Kojima's such an interesting man because I hate everything about that. <laughs> I, like, it's, I react with anger when he says it's going to be a new medium. It's like, it's like Chris Pratt saying that the Mario voice is going to be like, unlike anything you've ever heard. It's like, <laughs> no, it's fucking not. It'll be really cool. But at the same yeah. time, I'm also incredibly excited because it's Kojima. It's, Kojima gets a, the pass. Absolutely. Right? If anybody like else said this, I would be annoyed too. Yeah. I'm still annoyed, but it doesn't, but it doesn't stop me from getting excited. Like he's such a weird person, but he's also a genius. Don't forget that like he is also speaking Japanese and these things get translated into absolutely like, translations into English. So like we don't know like what the actual intent of the actual like the actual meaning of the words is behind that, but it's probably something close. But Christian, it's Kojima, so maybe this is an exact translation. That's the scary part. This is like when uh Death Stranding before release, he's like, You're already playing the game. And it's like, what the fuck does that mean? We're already playing the game. And it turns out he was just he was just commenting on the fact that like how we traverse social media is like through likes. Right. What yeah. a guy. What a, guy. What a man. Dude. That brain. What, what is it? Brain podcast? Brain structure. That brain structure on Spotify. Mm -hmm. So good. Subscribe. Uh, <laughs> moving on here. Callisto Protocol, guys, has gone gold. So, of course, Ro, you're, you're ready for this, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in danger. <laughs> There is. I have an additional. Oh, sorry. Tell me, Dan. Nope. I think you're going to say what I was going to say. Go for it. There's an additional story that came out today regarding Callisto Protocol. Uh, I think it was Glenn Schofield that came out and was like, uh, "We already have ideas for the sequel. Um, there are just things we didn't get to do. Uh, I think it's a. He's like, it's a cool world. We tell a cool story. We want to do more cool things in this world. So they're we're working on. They didn't, he didn't say we're working on a sequel, but like, they could do that if they wanted to. Right. Absolutely. Moving on from there, guys, Discord is finally getting its PS5 integration coming on the way. And this is on the heels of Xbox getting uh, better channel support, which that new Xbox update way better, by the way, because before you had to join channels on your phone for it to actually join on your console. Now you can just join your channels directly on the console. So way better feature now. Um, so it's really cool that um, PlayStation 5 is getting this as well. Um, PS4 users will just be able to display the game they're using, so similar to what the functionality is now. But it's really good, really good stuff. Finally, Discord everywhere. Use it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yay. Finally. Heck yeah. Nintendo's never getting it. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> That's true. That's true. There's the, you still <laughs> have to use like seven adapters and, it, and a mobile app and like oh my God. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. It's Whatever. gotten better since, but like I don't know if you guys saw that Splatoon 2 graphic like a really long time ago where they just had like a headphone connected to the Switch or to the Wii U, I think at the time. And it was like connected to your phone. It, it looked like a freaking science experiment. It was it's insane. You sort of just like, I, I don't know, making a voice system that works on your system. I don't know. Yeah, it's crazy. Damn it, Nintendo. What, what is the word on uh, Bluetooth headphones? Can you can you connect Bluetooth headphones to the Switch yet? 
I believe you can. Yes, I think they they were able to figure out that technology. They were able to figure out that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think in an, in an update uh, like a couple of months ago, they they added that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, thank you, thank you, Chris Pratt. What is this blue tooth technology? Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Oh god. I have a question. Oh, here we go. This is going back to the rock study thing. <laughs> just real quick, sort of. Do you remember when writers legit wrote uh, the line, what are we, some kind of suicide squad? You know what I mean? Oh. <laughs> and left that in the movie? 2016 was insane. Oh, man. That movie was so incredibly bad. That movie was yeah. so incredibly bad. I, I almost... It's almost in the category of it's so bad it's good. It's, it's just... Absolutely. Yeah. Man. Jared Leto's Joker. Ugh. Terrible. Damaged. Was, damaged. Ugh. In case you didn't know, he's damaged. We want yeah. you to know that he's yeah. really, really not not damaged. Not there, yeah. Oh. Anywho. Moving on. There's a free next gen update for Fallout 4 that's on the way for Xbox Series S and X, PlayStation 5, and PC guys, and it is great news to get free stuff. There you go. I don't know. Enjoy. Uh, Performance mode for high frame rates, quality features for 4K resolution gameplay, bug fixes, and creation club content. Um, I think this kind of is telling uh, how long it's going to be until we get Fallout 5 or if, you know, Obsidian makes Fallout New Vegas 2, please do it. Uh, But, yeah, I think it's going to be many years before the follow-up to this game, so that's why they're kind of like, yep, here's a... New update. Right. The creation club part is interesting because it would be really cool. I probably won't mess with this, but it would be really cool if they added the ability to download some of these uh, huge overhaul mods that you see for like Fallout 4, where the animations are completely from like other games and it looks like it plays completely differently. I think that'd be kind of neat if they were to sort of add that. I don't know how expansive the modding is on the console side, but um, with all this extra horsepower that the xbox series x and playstation 5 have it'd be cool to see if they could capitalize on that and then it give people a reason to re-download it and get back into it yeah uh on the back of that as well we got a brand new screen of the fallout series from amazon prime which is this is our first official screen we got some leaked ones uh, a little while back but um we got a little vault door opening and oof can't wait for this series. I hope it's good. good. It looks good, man. It looks really good. Yeah. Joining Ro, us. your thoughts? Oh, sorry. On on the, on this picture? <laughs> it's a uh, it's a uh, vault. Sure looks like Fallout. <laughs> sure looks like Fallout. <laughs> oh man, I I am again. I like like you guys with Clister Protocol. I am happy for you guys. Enjoy this media. I'm, I hope they make more for you. But I am just. I'm just here. I'm just here. <laughs> just here happy for you guys. I think I think it's really cool though what they're doing with their set. Is my takeaway. Yeah. Set design looks real good. Yeah. Well, I mean Definitely the fact that there's a doing... set at all is a really good start nowadays. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Looking at you, Marvel, Ant-Man. Ooh. Hey. Star yeah, Wars, Mandalorian, fuck all that shit. Everything except Andor. Andor is fucking Oh, Andor. I haven't finished <laughs> it yet, still. 
but uh you know what good stuff we can get for you real black adam because you couldn't get enough of him in the movie you gotta get more of him in multiverses uh of course this is not the rocks black adam coming to multiverses it's uh kind of like its own thing but he is coming um so yeah oh yeah yeah the rock version no it is not the rock version yeah but is he coming wait (laughs) <laughs> Wait, The Rock's version is coming to Fortnite, though. Yes. Correct. Oh, right. Okay. Wait, who's coming? <laughs> I'm not coming. I mean, I'm, I'm obviously the Black Adam, the GC hierarchy is changing. We all saw it. We all witnessed it. Congratulations, The Rock. But this is awesome, right? Like, keep adding more characters. I This one's not for me, but keep it coming. I, I'm <laughs> Eventually, there's going to be one that I, I like. And I'll Shane's had to sit the last versus. four quick bites out. <laughs> <laughs> how, but, uh, yeah, how hard I'm, is it? I'm sorry, what? bro. No, go ahead. Please. No, how go. hard is it to include Larry David into Multiverses? WB Hell owns this. Oh, yeah. Get him in there. That would be amazing, dude. Mob yeah. from Mob Psycho. They could, they could add some anime characters in there now. You get anyone. They have a wealth of characters and they choose Black Adam. <laughs> Enough. Enough. Multiverses. <laughs> Got to tie into oh, that fantastic movie, Christian. Yeah, you know? that. It makes Did sense. anybody go see it? No. Yeah, no. Yeah, no I haven't seen it, but I've I've seen it. You know? I didn't <laughs> go pay for it. it but... I've seen the post credit scene. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I've seen enough. <laughs> Which I mean, some outlets were sure to spoil that on the internet. You Immediately. Know? Immediately. Yeah, including Dwayne himself. Black Adam did. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Black Adam, literally. <laughs> Moving on from Black Adam, guys. Creators of What the Golf are making a brand new VR game where you have baseball bats for hands. Uh, this looks pretty <laughs> wild. And I freaking really loved What the Golf. Uh, so I, I'm very interested in this. And I think, Christian, you you might be as well. Is is What the Golf on VR? Uh, or is that not? I no, I think it was on the, iOS. No, it's the Steam game, right? Yeah. Well, oh, I didn't even know it was on Steam. It was on mobile first, I think on apple think, yeah you're right i yeah. think it was also on pc as well but yes absolutely as soon as you sent this i was like yeah i put my vr back on the charger because we still also have to play escape the back rooms mm. so yeah i know we keep saying damn when are we gonna play and you say anytime but legit when are we gonna play anytime gauge <laughs> join join us you know anytime. yeah this looks great though dude uh i don't know if there's any like kind of objective or you're just kind of just fooling around but either way it looks like a silly old time absolutely there's nothing I like more than fooling around with the boys, so this sounds perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Big same. Of course. Of course. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, a team of dedicated fan. Oh, sorry. Not a team. A dedicated fan has archived over 1,700 PlayStation 2 game manuals in 4K. My goodness. Uh, <laughs> so he's Not all heroes wear capes, man. That's, that's incredible, dude. Yeah. That's incredible. I, I, I was going through this list today because it wasn't a, not too long ago that I was actually looking for one of my old PS2 uh, manuals for Naruto Ultimate Ninja Storm 3, which I remember having in like a cupboard downstairs, and I get, just can't find it. And I was like, please tell me it's on the list. And it was. So I got to look through that digitally. I would love to have it like manual. I guess I could. I could just print it and just staple it together if I really wanted to. But this is really cool. Like I was looking through the Kingdom Hearts one. 
just like a bunch of manuals that I just don't have access to just going on a nostalgia trip. So this is really cool stuff. Good for them. Mm-hmm. Better game preservation yes. than Sony themselves. Mm. <laughs> Ouch. This rocks. Shout out to this guy. Oh, yeah. I mean, I mean, not really. Ouch. It's like a jab at like the entire games industry. Like, granted, Xbox is way better than than Sony, or sorry, I should say Microsoft. Um, but still, like, unprecedented for for just a fan just to go out and seventeen hundred separate game manuals. Like, imagine the time it took to do well, this thing. And that, just that to, rocks. to bring it back to something we were talking about earlier, like Fallout. I remember Fallout Three and Fallout New Vegas had awesome game manuals where it's mm-hmm. like there was like. Felt like 30, 40 pages of just going over everything that you could want to know, and like in a way that's still kind of in keeping with the game, where it's not it's almost as something that you'd pick up in the world. Like, yeah, those were cool. Those and as a kid, right, you go to the store and you're sitting in the back of the car. You can't play the game yet. What can you oh, do? Though? You can yeah. fucking flip through every page of that bad boy and just soak your little sponge. God, I miss those. <laughs> Soaking your little sponge, Jesus. God, the Zelda ones were my favorite. I remember opening the yeah. Wind Waker box and just going through that one. God, I wish I still had. These used to be like thick too. Oh, yeah. the smell of them too. Oh man, <laughs> I'm going menace mode today. Bring back the video game manual smell. Yeah, please. Bring back thick, it. smelly <laughs> game manuals. Heck yeah. <laughs> Moving on, uh, Creative Assembly, guys, is opening an investigation on allegations of abuse. Uh, this comes from the Total War studio asking former employees to share experiences via a whistle-blowing whistle email. Uh, in a statement posted to its Twitter account today, Creative Assembly said it was investigating the situation through a third party. In a follow-up tweet, it encouraged other former employees to share experiences via via this email address. Um, they, they go on to say, we recognize how important and often difficult it is for individuals to speak up about these experiences, and we welcome those who feel able to do so. We are dedicated to providing a safe and inclusive environment for our people and ensuring they are heard. It is clear we need to do better. We are investigating this matter through an external party to fully understand what happened. Um, so not good allegations here from Creative Assembly. It seems like they're taking the right steps to to try to um, figure this out and, and see what happened. Um, so at least get a little bit of applause for that. Um, but hopefully they can um, do some justice uh, in regards to this mm-hmm. investigation. Yeah. Right. Silver lining is that at least it's a former employee. Um, hmm. Sounds like the whistleblower was just kind of like, thank God he's gone, just to kind of going around giving their thoughts. Uh, granted, you said that we don't know what kind of uh, abuse it was, but it might be uh, bullying, harassment, and, and other kinds of abuse. Uh, again, as always, this this fucking sucks. Um, industry needs to do better it needs it probably needs a whole reboot um and it's you know, week after week a new, a new studio but like you said daniel it looks like creative assembly is is backing whatever they need to do to just kind of not revamp but make sure that this kind of stuff doesn't happen moving forward so right nothing's been solved but this is definitely progress in terms of how studios respond to this type of thing because we've seen everything from shutting it down sweeping it under the rug to the sort of theater where it's like oh we'll launch our own investigation whereas now you have a studio encouraging for like former employees to submit their experiences and they're hiring a third party. Like again, 
not great if whatever's going on behind the scenes, whatever ha- whatever comes out and happens to be true. Um, but in terms of how they're responding, this is, I mean, this is good trajectory. It looks like we're kind of slowly but surely heading in the right direction, right? Nothing will change in a night, but this looks like it's, like Dan said, this looks promising in terms of how the studio is responding. In my opinion. Yeah, no, you're on this. Hold on, if I can go as well. Sorry, Rod, I don't know if you're about to go. Legit, that's a good take, because, um, yeah, I mean, I can't help but think about, you know, Rooster Teeth recently, which I think we forgot to talk about, but, you know, Dude. we can bring this up in the conversation now. Like, so many places, like, their HR will just, like, yeah, just shut it down. They, you know, it's not that big a deal. Sweep it under the rug, but, like, at least Creative Assembly is like, no, let's actively pursue uh, more details on this. Let's open up, email everyone being like, hey, if you have any more information, come forward. Uh, let's be better. So, like, that, just that on its own, that rocks. Hell yeah. Indeed. Moving on from there, guys, another just (laughs) two banger stories in a row here. Uh, (laughs) Activision Blizzard has uh, had attempted to dismiss a gender discrimination lawsuit, and that attempt has failed. Uh, Good. As reported by Axios, the Court of Appeal dismissed Activision Blizzard's claims that the California Civil Rights Department... uh, the, the Department of Fair Employment and Housing broke its own rules in its rush to file a lawsuit. An Activision Blizzard spokesperson and the res- said the result was disappointing and, and the company's opinion on the lawsuit's legitimacy has not been changed. Uh, what, I don't even... Like, Activision, what the fuck are you doing? Like, <laughs> I don't know. Like, what? what? I don't know. Here's my take. Eat shit, Activision. Eat it. <laughs> no, agreed. 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 Eat it real good. Dun, dun, dun. Oh, that's 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 what I thought too. <laughs> my mind went. I have potato brain. I'm sorry. Oh my goodness. Uh, great, 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 great. All right. Anywho, do better, Activision. Moving on. Age of Empires guys got a little bit of a uh, an event to celebrate their anniversary, their 25th anniversary, and they announced that Age of Empires 2 Definitive Edition and Age of Empires 4 are coming to Xbox consoles and xCloud in 2023. Uh, they also announced that Age of Empires Mobile is coming, uh, a mobile game based on Age of Empires. And they also announced that Age of Mythology Retold is coming. Um, So it's bringing the definitive edition treatment to Age of Mythology. And the game will feature beautiful graphics, updated gameplay, and more. So a bunch of Age of Empires stuff, which I don't know. We'll see. We'll see how it does. RTSs historically haven't done well on console, but it's in Game Pass. Maybe it'll do a little better. I love RTSs, so I don't know. Give us more RTS. Which I always for, I always forget you're into that. Oh yeah. Love it. Lord of the Rings, Battle for Middle Earth 2. Bring it back. Come on, EA. I've heard that was amazing. It was amazing. I freaking loved that game. Oh. Is that available on any any platforms? Um, it's on Xbox 360, so you can play it backwards compatible, I believe. But okay. um the, obviously the online servers are shut off, which you can't play against other right. players so mm. yeah that was so much fun though i love that me and my friend used to play that we used to make a deal at the beginning of the match and we'd tell the other team hey no russians 
like saying no rushing, but we we were saying no Russians. So then at the end of the match, when we rushed them, we could say, no, we didn't say no rushing. We said no Russians. That's a little funny. That's thing there. that's <laughs> Dan. It's so no, hard no. to not not to make age jokes when you say things like this. I thought it was, and then I you explain it as well. Uh, you know what? I you're so old. Whatever. Anyhow, <laughs> <laughs> you know what else is old, Gage? I don't know why it's old. A new Redfall trailer is old. <laughs> Do you know what else is old? This newest piece of information we have. Yeah. Uh, so we got a new look at Redfall. Uh, I don't know if you guys got a chance to look at this yet, but uh, it definitely looks like an arcane game. It looks a little zany, a little crazy, a little spooky, a little, I don't know. You, you in for this, right. Gage? I, I knew you were Well, yeah. I mean, here's the thing, Dan. You said, did you see it? And it's like, well, I almost didn't because oh. it wasn't being advertised anywhere. I can't help but notice that like Xbox didn't tweet out anything. Xbox hmm. Canada didn't tweet out anything. Like I had to see it from mutuals just retweeting it. And I was like, and it was just arcane posting it themselves. And I was like, Oh, that this is just like a exclusive game that we were supposed to be pushing. So that's kind of a little bit worrying, but everything I'm seeing, I'm still digging. I love the vibe. I love the atmosphere. Big fan of dishonored one and two and Prey. like arcane is uh, for me personally, they haven't faltered yet. I haven't touched, um, their newest game that it was uh, exclusive to PlayStation was a death loop. That's it. Yep. yep. Yeah. Yes. I haven't played that one yet, but this looks good, man. I was hooked from that trailer. I was fucking. Yeah. I mean, it's a bit worrying, though. Why? Why not? Why not? Why not promote it? I don't know. Well, we say that and you're You're right. You're onto something there. Like They should have at least like had a tweet from their own platforms as well. Maybe right. maybe we'll come in the next few days over the weekend. Who knows? Usually sometimes like, they'll do that. I but, was only thinking uh, like Aaron Greenberg fucking tweets everything. He retweets everything. New controller color. Tweets it. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> Xbox boxers. Uh, tweet it. Tweet it. Yeah. <laughs> the thing is, like, they've been showing off Redfall like at, at every single like Xbox conference so far, True. and like they'll they'll keep doing it. Uh, you know, th- if they do something else, like because there's still like no date on it. It just says 2023. Like whenever what month it drops, who knows? So right. it'll be at something else Xbox. So it'll get more of a marketing push, I think, as as it gets closer. But you're on to something there, Gage. Yeah, I hope I'm not. I I, I really <laughs> want to like this. Everything that they're saying with the sort of uh, Left for Dead meets Borderlands sort of style of gameplay looter shooter that they're going for and the vibe characters seem great. So I hope it's nothing to worry about. But I just can't help but thinking that when I had to go looking for the Redfall trailer. All right, guys, let's let's pull up on the side of the road here and load up the deer that's dead into our, the back of our truck, because Whoa. here we are in the street meet. Oh uh, no. I don't know. Sorry. That was, no, that was the best fucking introduction. Just, that was the best and worst thing I've ever heard. Sorry. Uh, first street meet. Hey, I guys, heard. Let's, let's feast on this fucking dead carcass of a, of a mammal. You know what? You we were just talking about some video games. We were just talking about Redfall, which is full of vampires. Maybe the vampires want some of this. Yeah. True. True. Get some street meat. Yeah. All right, here we go. <laughs> that was amazing, Dan. Uh, that was amazing. I'm sorry I derailed that. That was beautiful. Bungie appears to be set to revive the Marathon franchise in a new way, according to our friend Tom Henderson. Uh, according to sources, Bungie is set to bring back the Marathon series with a new game that will be a three-man squad extraction-based shooter. The title is in a f- the title is in a pre-alpha state. <laughs> 
but it could be announced at any point given the industry's competition for talent. Marathon takes place on a planet that was previously home to a human colony that vanished with humans, now sparse, using customization cyborgs called runners to gather its loot. Um, so this is very exciting. I I loved Bungie of that era, so like, give us more of this. And the the thing is, is like they've been working on something like this or something marathon related for a long time. Uh, there was the leaked documents when the whole Activision spat was going around, and uh, it had in there that Bungie was able to dedicate, I think, five percent of the studio to a marathon game. But then they ended up having to pull them off of that project to ship Destiny Two because Activision's mm-hmm. like, if you don't hit this date, we're gonna take over your studio. Essentially, apparently that was in their contract which fuck Activision yet again but anywho uh yeah this is cool this is coming back again and very interested in this oh bro 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 you gotta be pulled in right this bungee yeah yeah I think I think it is the bungee thing I have no no attachment to marathon but an extraction based shooter that's like the cycle right what's an example of an extraction based shooter is it like the cycle Tarkov. Tarkov. Tarkov, Tarkov is the okay. is the big one, yeah. yeah. Okay, okay, gotcha. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I would be down for that. From from Bungie, I would be down for that. That would be really right. cool. Um, yeah, I'm I'm excited for them to do stuff. As much as I love Destiny, I'm excited for them to branch out and do some other stuff, even if it is reviving an old um, IP of theirs and not making something new. Well, technically, it's not something new, but not a new IP. Um, yeah, I'm excited for that in and itself for them to do something different. And it's an old IP? Yes. It's the, okay. It's a game that they actually, the franchise they worked on before, right before Halo. Gotcha. This, I mean, this, everything you said, it sounds exciting to me. Bungie, right. like, like, as much as criticisms I have against the narrative of, of Destiny, like, their gameplay is, like, maybe second to none. It, it feels so good playing a Destiny, like, a Bungie game. Yeah. So that, in an extraction shooter with the lads, kidding me get out of here get out of here it sounds fantastic heck yeah just to piggyback off of what christian said when uh but how how good bungee gameplay feels not only does it feel good but the thing about bungee gameplay is it doesn't feel like anything else like it does not feel yeah. like call of duty it doesn't feel like halo it doesn't like bungee just has this way and halo doesn't feel like anything else like they just have this way of yeah bungee is extremely talented i'm, I'm very excited i do just want to warn everybody though what we're seeing right now is what happened we're coming up on the fortnite 2.0 where fortnite came and then battle royales were fucking everywhere Mm. so escape from tarkov is like the i would say the game that popularized extraction shooters or maybe it's based off of tark like tarkov was the first i don't know the history of it but tarkov is not an accessible game so call of duty has dmz coming out bungie's working on marathon uh i'm gonna i'm going to bet my entire share of podcast PXN stocks that wow. Naughty Dogs, that the entire share, Dan, that Naughty Dogs <laughs> multiplayer game is going to be an extraction shooter Bitch, as well. We've both been saying this. This is what I said first. I said it first. <laughs> fuck you. I said this. I said You're this. You're such a loser. Go back. Go back in time. Gage just said it, and that was the first time I heard it. Hold on. Hold on. I'm, oh, no. I'm literally looking no. at my receipts on tw- I'm looking at my receipts on Twitter right now. Oh I no. Christian. No, I believe you, Christian. I believe you. 
I don't disbelieve you. Yeah, it's very possible. I don't listen to anything. Here I am, September 5th. Another day, Praying the Faction sequel is a persistent world extraction shooter with Tlu 2 combat. Wow. Yeah. You know what? Damn, that's really good that you were able to modify <laughs> that. That's really good that you got editing turned on for your tweets, Christian. Right? Wow. <laughs> well, he does have Twitter blue, doesn't he? Yeah, that's true. That's, that's true. actually true. Twitter blue. Wow. You have 30 minutes to edit tweets. It's been far more than 30 minutes since September. We're first. kidding, Christian. Come on. We're Hold on, I, I actually dropped something. Oh. <laughs> um, for Gage right here. <laughs> Listen, okay, so yeah, Christian also agreed. I, I'm sure that we've agreed on that in the past. What I'm saying is oh we're God. what we're heading into is we're not it's gonna be everywhere. Extraction shooters are gonna be the new battle royale. So everybody yes. get ready for that is what is the main point of what I'm saying. You know, Kurik makes a great point as well. He said PUBG did BR before Fortnite. Like PUBG was very much the Tarkov of Battle Royales. It was less accessible for sure. than Fortnite. So like you, right. you're totally spot on. Like uh, Tarkov is that first experience, and then what's going to be the one that popularizes? Right, genre? that makes it, that brings it to the casual audience, right? Yeah. Yes, and it will and still it be Fortnite be... on top when it copies uh, the extraction. Uh, yeah, game mode. <laughs> oh, for God. sure. Yeah, <laughs> I'm interested to see how DMZ turns out, but we can talk about that later. Yeah, yeah, indeed. Hold on, when does DMZ drop? Is that next month? Sometime in November. It's it's not launch. Yeah, so. it's either December or November. I can't remember. They've oh, got, they've got two post-launch like starts for things. Heck yeah. You know what else is a heck yeah? PlayStation is building a new studio to work with Naughty Dog on an unannounced game. Mm. This has to be Uncharted, right, guys? I mean, we need more mm. Uncharted. Or is it is it the Fantasy Project? You think they're going to team up with them on their next big thing? Well, we don't know what the is the studio. Is it being like built as an like a support studio? I don't know. I'm not sure. You have I no idea. I think that's what it was. I don't think it's like a new PlayStation oh. Studio studio. I think it's like a, a studio made in in the hopes of helping Naughty Dog specifically on their next project. Right. I don't think it's going to be like uh, PlayStation Studio announces this blank name here. It could be like an online component, maybe if they have like an online team that runs all let me, the let me just read it here. stuff yeah. like that. Uh, I didn't get a like when I read this, I didn't get a clear indication one way or the other. It does say, uh, though, nothing is confirmed hints towards PSS visual arts becoming a developer of its own projects instead of supporting okay. others have appeared throughout the last few years. Um, one job listing from 2020 showed the company was hiring for a third person action adventure game with melee and ranged combat. Uh, could be Uncharted related with that be. description. Uh, possibly. You know what, Dan? I think you're still wrong. Thank you. I appreciate <laughs> that. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know anything. I have no idea. Let's, uh, this is, I mean, what I get from this is that Naughty Dog scaling up and that's exciting. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> I just I don't know. He's trying out new moan noises. I like Naughty Dog. They get me horny. But yeah. I, uh, I, w I would I would bet that their new IP is the fantasy sci-fi hybrid game. Um, but yeah, all, all signs here point to probably another Uncharted game, which is good. I don't want Naughty Dog working on another Uncharted game. They're they're done with that. Leave it leave it alone. If someone else does it, sure, fine, whatever. Um, let Naughty Dog do do new things. Or Tilu things, I guess. 
can they borrow that Naughty Dog engine, please? Like, for that Uncharted game? What do we know? What engine Naughty Dog is an in-house engine, right? It's in-house, yeah. Yes. Yeah, it's not Decima. That's okay. That's no. Yeah. Although that is rad that uh, I guess Sony is licensing out Decima to more um, studios outside of just Kojima Productions. Like the other, I think other people are getting that engine as well. Right. It's a cool engine. Absolutely. Can we just get a standardized game engine for everyone? Like Unreal Engine 5. <laughs> I know, I know. I, I think about how crazy that would be. Get all the fucking video best game technical directors and everything in the world all working on one engine that everyone I see uses. okay, I see what you mean. Oh, yeah. That would that's, be that's I mean, I mean, like we're saying though, like that that body cam game, that's Unreal Engine Five. That's 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 what indie mm. games can look like. Imagine yeah. if you had, you know, somebody like Naughty Dog working on Unreal Engine Five, or Three Four Three working on Unreal Engine Five. My lord. Yeah. yeah. Moving in to our PXN news of the week, guys. Resident Evil got a little showcase last Thursday. We got a little thread here on that. Um, their first announcement, or not announcement, but they showed off the Shadows of Rose expansion once more for Resident Evil Village. Uh, I'm very excited to play this when it comes out. Loved Village. Uh, I think many of us loved Village. Christian, you loved it, right? Right. I didn't love it, but oh, I thought it was uh, great. Okay. <laughs> well, okay. Anywho. I thought, I thought Village was great, Dan. Thank you, Gage. I appreciate it. But did that. you love it? I loved it. I loved it more than I've ever loved anything. Wow. Wow. Oh my gosh. <laughs> okay. Uh, director Kento Kinoshita explains that Rose wants to remove her powers and therefore has to return to the village. That's the story explanation for her going back. Uh, there are new adjustments to Resident Evil mercenaries like enemy spawns, for example, that they showed off. Uh, look at the new village third person mode, which third person was like the resident evil staple before resident evil uh seven came out um so it's kind of cool to get that feature back ethan will look away whenever you try to see his face in third person which is hilarious i love that it's really cool although although you can already see his face that's true like, there's an animation where like he's like healing himself and he like turns and you can see his face <laughs> I love I love how much Capcom hates its protagonist. I love it. Even <laughs> they don't want to fucking deal with Ethan. True. Maybe he doesn't have a face. No, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, Do you want to hear? Been, I would I would have respected them if they just didn't have a face where it's just like black. Yeah. Right. Like shadow, um, I guess. Want want to hear? Uh, want to hear a hot take? Oh. Yeah. The Shadow of Rose DLC. The reason that you can only play it in third person is because I think it's the same character model as Ethan. They just swapped out the heads because she's wearing her dad's jacket. I guarantee you that's why. Why can't you play this the Resident Evil Village DLC in first person? As Wait, Rose? you can't? You can't. You can only play that DLC in third person. Oh. I'm telling you, it's because it's the exact same character model. Hmm. But is her, it, she's, they, oh, she's got 40 year old man hands. I'm calling it right now. Oh, oh God. Christian's looking it up. I'm so excited. I'm going to watch this happen in real time. Uh, we also got a new demo for the third person mode that is coming as well and is available actually now. Uh, or actually, no, it's not. I totally. Oh, yeah, it is. 10 20 and 10 21. <laughs> I forget what today's date is all the time. Anyhow. Uh, 
we got a new look at RE Verse, which is their multiplayer game, which I don't think anyone here cares about that. So I'll move no. past that. <laughs> it comes out tomorrow, though, right? Yes. Or... No way. Is what? it this week? I thought it was this week. What RE Verse? Yeah. Yeah, it says there's early access crossplay, but it actually oh. ended today. Okay, gotcha. So. Sorry if you're oh, that's still not out. <laughs> I swear it was okay. I'll I'll search it up while you're continuing. Sorry. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I'm I'm not sure to be honest. I thought that I thought it maybe it's yeah, just it comes new... out on the 28th apparently. Oh, okay. Well, Again, probably perfect. none of us are going to play it, but I just nobody's talking about it. So exactly like we didn't know this no. game was coming out. <laughs> but perfect. yeah, it's coming out on Friday. Yeah, I could not find any any information on if rose is the same character model but i i am buying into this conspiracy theory hell yeah why not that's that's hell too funny. yeah uh and what else is coming october 28th row village is coming to mac so we're getting a <gasps> mac version uh, <laughs> and you know what else is coming october 28th the switch version of village and it's cloud it's Eesh. a cloud version so let's go i can't wait to be spooky spooky scared in the bus <laughs> But, guys, the most important part of this Resident Evil showcase, Resident Evil 4 Remake got a nice little chunk there... of gameplay. Oh. And, oh, this game. So good. So good. Uh, I really love, like, many of the explanations they gave for Resident Evil 4 Remake. Like, they're saying that they didn't want to take this in the same vein as, like, Resident Evil 2 Remake, where that was more of, like, a kind of complete remake whereas this is kind of like they're take they're keeping many of the things that you loved about resident evil 4 and just making them better so like that's fantastic because resident evil 4 was already a fantastic game so ah i love this stuff uh ganados hat i hope i don't know ganad i don't know how to say that ganados have new attacks i don't know if that's right but uh leon can also parry and fight in close combat the classic item menu is back as well where you get to organize it all the merchant is back as well with a new trade mechanic and more Woo! the the most interesting thing to me about this whole thing is uh two two things one is the revamp stealth system which you know mm. obviously maybe through gameplay limitations at, at that time like just they weren't able to do it uh, I think it's going to be really exciting to traverse RE4 now with a stealth mechanic, and it's going to make the game insanely scarier. Uh, a lot of those... There's one moment I'm thinking of that's going to be really freaking scary in, in, with this remake. And the other thing is uh, that they redid the... Uh, yeah, the, the parry. Uh, the knife mechanic is like a parry as well, which is going to make for really cool encounters. The game the same looks freaking great, dude. I, I can't wait. Are, Capcom setting the bar for remake games, in my opinion. Like, it's the gold standard. So good. It was not long ago that we were cursing Capcom, like what, ten years ago or eight eight years ago, however many years ago, and now they're just doing God's work. Yeah. Moving into the next news of the week item, God of War Ragnarok has some new previews that have come out, and we also got a look at their uh, graphics modes that they're going to have at launch. Uh, they have a 4K 30 FPS locked resolution mode. And then they have a uh, 60 frames per second locked performance mode. Of course, that's, you know, 
standard nowadays. They also have a favor resolution mode with high frame rate on, meaning you have to have 120 hertz uh, TV that's compatible or monitor that's compatible. And that will play at 4K 40 FPS, very similar to Last of Us Part 1 that has that um, mode as well in there that I actually played on and enjoyed. Um, so that's cool. And there's also a favor performance mode that has a uh, high frame rate on, which is the 120 hertz mode as well uh, with a 120 hertz display that is targeting 120 FPS. I don't think that's correct, though. I don't know why that's in there because that is that is correct. That's been repeated a bunch. I just they're mad lads. 120 <laughs> FPS or 120, 120 FPS. Both together to, to give you smooth gameplay. Is that right? That is right. Oh, that's what they're trying. I don't know how that's going to work because the game. Because I thought originally there was people coming out saying 120 FPS, but then they corrected themselves saying it's 120 hertz display. I don't know. I would be shocked if this is 120, but that would be awesome if it is. Uh, That would be a really cool mode for for some of the more like the uh, what is it? What's the stupid name for it? the the lava region in the first game where it was kind of like this like mm. roguelike arena and it was super sweaty i think it'd be super cool if they added an option where it's like there's a disclaimer where it's like hey your game's gonna look like shit but if you want <laughs> if you want the best reaction times and like sweat mode this is this is you know this is that mode that'd be really cool but i mean yeah maybe it is a typo ice i saw this going around and i didn't see any corrections so i could have totally missed that but I did look in in the article further. It says mostly around 90 to 100 FPS so far is what they say. Okay, so it's an unlocked frame rate. Yes. Correct. Pretty much, right? 120 hertz unlocked, so you yeah. could potentially get 120 frames. Yep. Either that's, way, that's fucking cool. Oh, yeah. That's, that's really insane. cool. Yeah. It's also, like, primarily made as a PS4 game. You know, that's being upscaled, I guess, mm. to PS5. True. So, like, Very true. To get the advantage there for performance. I'm excited for this game. I've muted everything, especially after like accidental leaks of the climax of the story. I'm like, nope, we should don't need yeah. to know anything else. Yeah. yeah, we should what? I was going to say, we should just let people know if you're really excited for this game. Definitely do what Christian did and mute the this is the spoilers yeah, that are going works. around. That sucks. That's especially there's like a highly anticipated game like this to get spoiled like and on accident too. Like, that's just that's terrible uh, for the devs. Like that's shitty, but uh, I, I, I don't, there's so many options for me. I don't know what I'm going to be playing at. Legit. I don't know. You've got so many choices. Yeah. Bro, are you going to play this? Of course you are. Yes. Me? Am I going to play this? <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. I, I don't have to choose between so many because my monitor doesn't support half of these. <laughs> so I could just like pick the one that works. Right. Um, so that's good. But also not good at the same time. But yeah, I'm super excited. Cannot wait. We're gonna to get to the games that we're playing, and there's a reason I'm really excited because yeah, I'm so excited. I cannot wait for this game, dude. I was watching some of the trailers today. God, you're so I cool. Refuse. You're so cool. And the reviews, the impressions, everybody loves this freaking game, man. I can't wait. It's exciting. I saw the I saw I think I saw I don't want to say what happens in the trailer because Christian's no. not watching it. I, I stopped mm. watching the trailers at a certain point, probably about... I'm not saying it, Christian. You <laughs> some devil. Um, but no, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm on blackout. I'm not reading the reviews or the impressions. I'm so excited. Did anybody else snag the uh, custom controller? 
did not. Nope, Ooh. absolutely not. Dude, it looks so good. What are you talking about? Uh, if oh, I'm going to buy a new controller, it might be the uh, that super expensive $200 Pro controller. Oh, that makes more sense. That yeah. 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 Also, Christian, <laughs> I just want to note, I'm on your side on that. I am uh, going dark as well. Because... Yeah. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Cause, He's uh, gonna say, "Yeah, my controller sucks, right?" <laughs> no. <laughs> well, Dan, Dan, well, no, 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 because Dan, Dan didn't get it. Blue yeah, and white. Right. Come on. Two-tone. Yeah, I'm not oh, right, 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 right. That's true. Yeah. But anyway. But yeah, I did the same. When Christian posted his list of uh, of words to mute, I, I did the exact same thing right after. It's like, you know what? That's a good idea. <laughs> Doing that right now. Absolutely. Nice. Did you like my list? How <laughs> Wordle used to be one of them that was <laughs> my muted. Oh Jesus! Oh, that was a that was a time. That was yes time on Twitter. My God, that was this year. Yeah, wow, it was like a lifetime ago. You know what doesn't feel like a lifetime ago? Row Sonic Frontiers <laughs> previews are hitting. Uh, how excited have you been for Sonic Frontiers Row? And has these previews swayed you one way or the other? I'm assuming you've seen them, of course. Yeah, yeah, I've taken a look at them. Um, yeah, they seem to be pretty positive for the most part. Uh, people have been bringing up uh, a bit of performance issues with the game, which unfortunately were there the first time people previewed it. Um, so it, it, it they did mention that things were fixed, but there's still a lot of pop-in and some other things that shouldn't be there. So that's uh, kind of disappointing that it isn't quite there yet, because I think the game has gone gold since these previews have come out. So. Of course, they're still working on it. There's day one patches. Those things still exist. So when a game goes gold, it really isn't completely done. But I'm still super excited for this. Most of the most of what I'm reading is stuff that is working for me. The the moment to moment gameplay seems to be enjoyable. Um, it's a Sonic game, so there's there's a couple of strange decisions still, but I'm still very excited for it because the people who like these types of games are liking it. So I'm excited for it. I think my most disappointing thing from it, Row, was the pop-in. Like, the visual yeah. pop-in is really noticeable, and I, f I feel like that's a, a casualty because of the Switch. Like, I it feels like that it's being held back from the Switch being a platform, but... Yeah, I, uh. yeah. it is really disappointing, and I, I, if that's the reason, because that is... It's annoying at this point. Like, I love the Switch, but I, I really hate that it's holding back a lot of different games from reaching their full potential because they're available on PlayStation 5 and I want to get the best experience there. Yeah. And just because it's available on the Switch 2 doesn't mean that I shouldn't be getting a good experience on my freaking $700 system. So, yeah. Yeah. I, I will say, Ro Jesus, Canada. Yeah, Canada. Yeah. <laughs> God damn Wait, it. your Switch was $700? No, my uh, PlayStation. Oh, that's right, yeah. But you, had, you got the bundle, right, included with the game? It did, yeah. Come with came with her, right? Yeah. Did they force you into buying a controller as well, Ro? It came with it, actually. Oh, okay. Yeah. I got it off. Wait, of so you have two controllers? I do. My next one is it's still. Oh. In here. Yeah. Yeah. You still bought the it box. off. The, yeah. yeah. But still, it was like MSRP, I guess. Yeah. 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 That's God. crazy. Yeah. I know. I was shocked. <laughs> yeah. I have a note on Sonic. I watched the final IGM preview for a couple of minutes, uh, like three minutes. And, uh, I don't know, man. I felt bored watching that open world. Uh, 
I don't know. Something about it like felt really something Bland. about it feels off, un, a little uninspired. Hmm. Um, I can't put my finger on it. So like, I'm gonna really just be, keep my eye on the pulse of like what everyone else on Twitter is saying, especially Euro. Because if the game feels good to play, then maybe I'll check it out. But otherwise, well, yeah. it might be a pass there's, for me. There's definitely a couple of like that. That specific island was like, wow, this looks super boring. Like, what is this? This is like just a plain, plain gray rock. It's like nothing on here is exciting. So I'm I'm hoping other environments are more exciting or there's more to explore here that they just didn't show off. But yeah, there's a couple of environments that just look like they should, I guess, feel right at home on the Switch. Like that, if it was this is a Switch exclusive, like that's an environment that makes sense there. But it's not a Switch exclusive. It's on everything. So yeah. All right, guys. Let's jump into our fantasy draft check-in. Uh, Bayonetta 3 reviews have hit, and it is doing very well, uh, sitting at an 89 at, on Open Critic right now. So uh, did somebody pick this up? I did. Bro. There yeah. you go, bro. Yeah. That's, yeah. A, that's 19 points out of your... Or wait, wait. Math. How do I do math? 19, does yeah. does math work? Okay, yeah, 19. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, Rose quietly building a list that is very good guys like you guys kept saying that i was gonna win look at rose God points right comes now. out in two weeks it does we're not doomed. matter we're doomed <laughs> look yeah. at his list he's got all, look at all the double digits he has you have a you have a game on there i think with 20 points or 30 points no that's christian oh yeah, yes christian has Elden ring right right that's yeah. where i saw it but but still you have a consistent amount of double digits on your on your thing that i think it'll be hard for us to catch up but Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed that Sonic somehow gets a freaking 90. <laughs> it might. And if that happens, I'll get a ton of negative points. So, yes. That's yeah. my only hope, honestly. Sonic doing good. That's true. You can get it from both <laughs> both sides. Yep. Yeah. Mm, oh, that's right. that's right. Yep. Uh, Shane, about like the story, though, that's supremely disappointing uh, for Bayonetta 3. Oh. It seems like it could be consensus that, that the story is disappointing. Oh. But I mean, as always, Platinum gameplay is is S tier. So, how's the voice acting? <laughs> I don't know. Kidding. I didn't read I, anything on that. I'm just kidding. I was I was uh, watching a review on. I was watching Skellup's review, and he was saying that he didn't notice a difference between Jennifer Hale and really. Uh, Ellen Taylor. The, yes, Taylor. And he, and then he, right after he said that, he he played a clip of of Bane, and I was like, no, I can absolutely tell the difference. Like <laughs> that, it's. It's not completely different. Like she's doing a great job. Like it sounds like a bayonetta voice, but you could absolutely tell the difference. And it's, I'm sure other pe people will be able to look past it. I'm I can look past that, but you could absolutely tell the difference for sure. Right. It's not a one for one. My friend got really mad at GameStop because he had um, pre-ordered the like special edition where it gives you like the hard, not hard case. What is the steel book? Yeah, it it comes with steel books for all three of the games, so you can put like if you had the other two games, you can put them That's into cool. like a yeah. That's fucking cool. And and GameStop canceled his his order. They had a trouble with his card, and so he called them back. They're like, okay, okay, let me give you a different card. And they're like, they just canceled his order, like point blank. It's like, well, didn't you still order like uh like for inventory? Can I not yeah. get my not the game that the I ordered? <laughs> they're like, no. I'm like, wow, that's GameStop. That's you suck. GameStop does suck. Let me tell you a little trade secret. As somebody who worked there, it's it sucks. Christian, in uh, the next check-in here that I totally didn't forget, 
Signalis, I think that's how you say it, maybe. I don't know. Signalis, Signalis reviews have hit, and it is sitting at an 81 on Open Critic, which is, uh, that's admirable. Admirable. You want to tell us about Shut that? Shut up, game? Dan. Yeah, uh, I will. I'm so excited for this game uh, because everything about it seems to be like a game of the year contender, and it's everything that I look for in, in, in games, especially indies, where like I am like intellectually challenged with uh, you know its, its themes and, and its messaging. Uh, a lot of praise for it. People are calling it their game of the year. Uh, like pr- I almost gave Citizen Sleeper my game of the year for went for Elden Ring being fantastic. Um, this this could be a contender. Pra- uh, praising it, uh, it is a smart survival horror that does something unique with its storytelling to push it beyond just a PS One inspired horror game. I can't wait. Uh, hopefully, Ro joins me in, in trying this yes. game as well. Game Pass I'm, tomorrow. Yes. Even though it's a horror game, I I I said I'm going to absolutely try this game. One, because Christian said it's awesome and he hasn't steered me wrong since Citizen Sleeper and many other games as well. So I'm definitely going to try this game for sure. It looks awesome. I love the style. Even though it's horror, it looks cool. It looks really cool. So I'm going to try it. Game Pass. So Heck yeah. don't have to worry about anything. Thank you, Phil. Can I just ask? I'm very confused right now because it's showing a score already for Modern Warfare 2 and it's showing a 73. Um, and I'm looking at Open Critic, and it says 17 critic reviews. Are they not including multiplayer in this? Like, what's going on with that? It's that's a bummer. If if yeah, that would be really unfortunate if, if that's the case, because uh, multiplayer servers are not live yet. Which yeah. yeah, like IGN's reviews on here, six out of ten, but that was only the campaign. So like, how does that work? Like. Maybe well, it'll get updated when the multiplayer comes out, hopefully. Yeah. I one would hope so. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, otherwise, Christian's uh, not starting off too good with Modern Warfare 2's score here. Whatever. Whatever. Anywho, we'll see what happens. I've already uh, conceded anyway. <laughs> it comes out in two days, officially, so we'll see what happens. And um, Sonic Frontiers coming up very soon now. Oh my god. God of War. So excited. There you go. All right. Moving in to PXN's best of... I haven't even looked at this yet, guys. So I did. You did? Okay. Uh-oh. Who's in the lead here? Take a look yourself. Tell okay. Us. Let me look it up here. Mr. Host. Podcast PXN on Twitter. And we've got a tie. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. How did this happen? I looked earlier today and, like, there was Resident Evil 4 was still up, but it is a tie between Dead Space and Resident no Evil you're 4. You're swinging the votes. Christian, Holy you're swinging the votes. I did nothing. You did. I, I had it. This fucking birthday boy <laughs> called up all his friends and said, if you really love Dude. me and you really want to give me a good birthday present. Wow. Here's what I did today. I got up, I went to the coffee shop, and then I went to the bar to watch the Liverpool Champions League game, and then I went to the gym, and then I came here. I've had no time. <laughs> this, nothing, I did nothing. It was a really, I think the meme helped. Like, I, and, and, and I also Ooh. listened to, I listened to Christian. I listened to you, even though I didn't think that you were the first one to say the, what Gage was talking about earlier. I forgot, oh, I already forgot what up, it was. Shut up, bro. But I listened Keep to text. you. Move on. <laughs> I listened to you, and I remember that she, <laughs> I remember that you said, you know, the best time to retweet something or tweet something is in the morning time. Mm. So I was like, I oh, know, okay. Mm. So I retweeted your tweet this morning. Wow. I'm not saying it's because of me. Legend, but he's but saying it's because of him. I'm yeah. saying it's because of him. <laughs> <laughs> well, legend. 
but it was uh, it was really it, it was probably because of that meme because that was a great a great meme that you added to your your dead space uh, Did you like that one i loved it, it so, was great. Yeah. now we're in a position christian where do we go to the coin flip again <laughs> because we know who's, how that who's works last time Who's who's RE4? Who do you think who do you think's for RE4? It's you, isn't it? It's you. Uh, legit, I think RE4 should probably win over Dead Space is, is my take, oh. but I'm gonna fight for all the marbles anyway. Uh so let we should you should do something, right? Okay. I've been watching The Last Dance. Okay. Uh the the ESPN Netflix documentary on Michael Jordan. And uh, it follows them during the nineteen ninety-seven through nineteen ninety-eight uh, NBA final series. Uh, and in NBA, they do a best of seven. So here's what we're gonna do, Dan. Okay. We're gonna Rochambeau it. Oh my god. Rochambeau. Best of seven. Rock paper scissors. Rock paper scissors. How are we gonna do that over Discord? With nothing yeah. but our wit and our will. Well, the first of all, no wits to be found in this entire Discord <laughs> right now. Secondly, there's gonna be a oh, delay. Yes, Somebody's yeah. gonna pause. There's gonna be issues. There's gonna People be. Gonna a... start... <laughs> there's gonna, gonna be, be a delay all over again. again. It might be a okay. We, we can try it, but I don't know how. How well about this? Work. Everybody says we could, what they're we could just. Yeah, do, Christian, are you saying that you would give it to RE4? Okay, if I'm gonna like take off my my horse in the race, like outside, like outside of this vote, I would probably say RE4 is it's definitely RE4 is the better <laughs> deserves to be best of horror game. But like, come on, that's Dan's fair. Win again? That's fair. No, that's true. That's true. Dan's Dan's already. Yeah. Hey, I can't you don't help get bonus that bonus points just because you're a senior citizen. Like I, we gotta. I can't help that I pick good games, guys. <laughs> I can't. I would help honestly that. give it to RE2. I would give it to RE2 remake over RE4. Personally. I would give it to RE2 remake as well. But you swung the votes, yeah. so that didn't happen. <laughs> Dan, whatever you think is fair. You want if you want to share your screen and play like one of those like little videos where like do do do. I don't know. Oh, oh, what? doing something clever. Uh, do, do, oh, no, he's do. not. Or we can have a third party say rock, paper, scissors instead of us. It's Gage saying it. Okay. Which would I put like us that. on the same. Yeah, yeah we, can we can try. Is, the, is right, it ready? just one? So let's do a test. I'm not going to do any. I'll, I'll just, just do my pen. As ready? A... Rock, paper, scissors. <laughs> <laughs> that didn't work. I'll close, I'll close my eyes. I'll close my eyes. Okay. But, we'll tell you when yeah, to open your eyes, I guess. Okay. How about, okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I guess that makes sense. I'll, I'll just turn around. Chris is peeking. <laughs> Hold up! <laughs> just turn. We turn this around. Stupidest fucking thing. Turn around and then have know. one of them tell us which one to pick. Do you guys? Do you guys both have a whiteboard? Uh, I do. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, can, uh, I can use. <laughs> my... No, I'm actually get whiteboards. I was fucking joking. <laughs> no, you could write write your pick and then we both reveal. Right. Oh, that's true. Okay. There yeah, you that's, go. That's oh, a good well. idea, Gage. You know, you have them occasionally. <laughs> Yeah, apparently every now and again. We're already blindfolded. We can't do this. All right. I'm ready to go. <laughs> okay. I'm ready as well. Wait. Wh I thought we were writing it down. I just wrote mine down. Dan, just write it down. Let him have a special moment. <laughs> okay. All right. Ready? Yeah. Something in the right. <laughs> Paper, scissors, shoot. Okay, uh, oh. Dan, you oh, show we, it. Oh, wait, I'm showing the, the camera. camera. Sorry, rock always okay. wins is what I put. So. Okay, you both did rock then. Okay, um, you both did rock. Of course, that would happen. Um, all right, well, let me change. <laughs> Christian this. looks like a hallmark vigilante right now. He looks like Daredevil when he, first yeah, he does. Came. Yeah, 
Okay. Dude, I'm actually kind of getting attracted to Christian right now, dude. <laughs> dude, look at those shoulders. <laughs> I'm Daredevil. Oh my, my ass remains unwhooped. Right. Did you write yours down, uh, Dan? I've got it. Okay. Okay. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Dan? Oh, he did paper this time, so Dan won. Dan All won. Right, it's one for Dan. Okay. We're doing seven of these? Oh, no, it's best best of se- Where's my mic? <laughs> best of you seven. So first to four. I'm so sorry to podcast listeners everywhere. This is yeah. I get it. Okay. All right. Best of seven. Jesus fucking Christ. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Oh no. You can't do it like that. What is that? Go. Give me the tempo. Give me the tempo. Okay, okay. Rock, paper, scissors, go. Christian, it doesn't even matter. I have it written down. But he didn't see it. But he didn't see it. Only yeah, just pick it. Okay, what, what is it, Dan? What is it? Rock. Yeah, you can pick anything. Yeah, it's rock. Okay. So it's... Yeah. Rock, paper, rock. scissors, shoot. Is it your rock? Are you choosing rock? No, no. Dan chose rock. Is Christian also <laughs> choosing rock? Yeah, he's fucking stunned. Like... <laughs> okay. <laughs> this is a disaster. Christian. Oh my good lord. Ready to go again? Yeah. Yeah, here we go again. I, Bill. I, did, Rock, I, oh, I don't even know what's happening. Scissors, oh my god. Shoes. Yeah, you're both, both scissors. Both scissors again. Oh my god. This is damn. This is painful. <laughs> I, you know what? Give I give up. Dead space can that win. Bad. No, no, no. Dead space can win. Going? Literally, just keep going. Just, <laughs> just keep going. All right. <laughs> Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Okay. Okay, Dan won Dan's again. Got another point. Only only right. sixteen more to go. <laughs> Let's go. Lord, rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Okay, Christian, Christian you won that one. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Let's go. Let's go. So it's two one. Rock, yeah. Okay. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. All right, Dan, Dan won that another one. one. Let me just do Ooh, a score sheet real quick. Ooh, three to one, three to one. Oh, I gotta win every three in a row. I gotta win three in a row. God. <laughs> All right. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Uh, Christian, Christian, you won that one. Yeah. Two, two. Two, three. Three, two, right? Yeah, three, two. two. Is it? Three, two. Yeah, three, two, damn with three. I'm with two. <laughs> Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Uh, yep. Christian, you won that one too. Yep. <laughs> So is it 3-3? Three, 3-3. Three? Three, three. Oh, boy. Right here. <laughs> Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Uh, oh, you both chose paper. Both paper. <laughs> I thought Ooh, I was going to get heart, you with the heart. three times. Let's go. Okay. This is it. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Okay, Christian oh, chose. Oh, sorry, Christian. Christian, you lost it. He chose Rock. Oh, hard fought. God. Hard fought. That was that ended up being really really tight. I, I, I'm glad we continued. Oh, with so it. tight. <laughs> oh god. I got adrenaline because of this. I, but ultimately, Dan has won again. I can't believe this. Like you guys were supposed to team up on me, and then I'm looking at the polls. 29% voted for Red is the Evil 2 remake, and 35. You guys were supposed to combine your votes. What happened? You were supposed know, to take me down. I don't ever. Know. This is, this proved to be harder than I thought. <laughs> I have to go another month with Dan thinking he's king shit again. God damn it! <laughs> oh god! All right, enough of best of. That was an entertaining. Congratulations, lesson. Resident Evil 
four. Yes. You deserve it. You do deserve it. Deserving winner. (laughs) Honestly, this is probably this is probably the one category where all three of them. There's some like sort of I can get behind all three of them. We've had a couple of months here where I'm like, listen, (laughs) listen. All right. Christian with your stupid Elden Ring pick. Get the fuck out of here. Wow. I still lost. Wow. It's true. Everyone lost to me, though. So Uh, here we go. (laughs) Moving into what you got for me. I've been playing Modern Warfare 2, but I'll save my thoughts for the topic of the show, so I'll pass it along here. Ro, what you got for yes. me? Um, I've been replaying God of War 2018, and it has been awesome. I, I've, it's been long enough that I've forgotten some things, but not so long that I don't know when a super hype moment's about to come, and I'm getting excited. It's like, oh, boy, we're getting to the dragon fight. Let's go. And yeah, it's so good. It's such a great game. I'm so excited for Ragnarok. I, I hope I'll be able to finish it uh, by the time Ragnarok comes around. I could just go right into it. I've heard that the story picks up like right after the events of or the end of 2018. So it'll be really cool to just like transition into the next game. So I'm hoping to do that. And we we everybody has said it. This is the most tired thing, but the stranger fight is so mm. freaking good. Both of them. The first one is incredible, but the second one as well is just as good. But, but when the stranger's like my turn and you just like <laughs> Kratos goes flying oh it's so good it's so good and that reveal when he's like I'm not feeling any of this is so hype I just love it such a good game and I cannot wait the combat is so much fun so satisfying yeah can't wait for Ragnarok and I finally wrote rolled credits on Cyberpunk 2077 um, I got nice. I decided to go back and play both endings <laughs> That I was uh, that w- that were available to me. I found out that there's like six other endings that are possible, but based on my path, I I was two were available to me, and I'm pretty happy with my endings. It was really cool. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm happy that I got around to it eventually because I I did really end up enjoying it. I think it's a, a really good game. So I wish that they launched it this way because it would have been better for everybody. But yeah, I'm, I'm excited for the next Cyberpunk game after playing this now. You know what, Ro, do you still have your PS4? I don't actually. Oh. Well Why? I was gonna say <laughs> oh, I was gonna say something up on there. No, I was gonna say something stupid like you could have one take God of War where you literally finish God of War twenty eighteen on your PS PS4 while Ragnarok started on your PS5. You just oh. grab your controller, it's still one take. Boom. That's beautiful. That'd I mean, be that's God, that's amazing. Smart. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Did we all oh, sorry. oh. My desire is that God of War Ragnarok, if they do do one take thing, um, they do the thing where like uh, like in Dead Space, where all menus are um, or I guess like are, are on Kratos' body or whatever. Contextual. Not like, yeah, there, thank you. Contextual. Yeah. yeah. That's my dream for Ragnarok. That'd be pretty cool. Um, were we all as shocked as me when we realized that Balder was voiced by the, uh, the uh, wimpy guy from Saving Private Ryan? I had no idea. Oh, what? The no. wimpy guy from no Saving Private Ryan. Yeah, the guy that like is like the coward at the end. Where he's like, you know what I'm talking about? He he goes up against the yeah, stairwell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's oh, Boulder. Yeah. that's Boulder. I'm like, dude, this guy's fucking like, I, 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 that blew my mind. Oh. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> that blew my that's mind. Cool. 
it's a deep deep cut there just just to just all that just to say that Ro, yeah you're absolutely right fucking the first boulder fight scene is i don't give a shit it's like the dark knight like yeah it's annoying but it's still a good movie you know what i mean like everybody's gonna say it sorry it's good it's, it's i don't good. give a That's shit if you're tired of, i don't give a shit if you're tired of hearing about the boulder fight it's fucking good <laughs> i know this is a tired thing as well but yeah that fight off a of gummy <laughs> Like, no, no legit. My, my friend had started it like a, a couple hours before me, and he's like, Hey, trust me, just you know, just do hit, it. Up, hit up that Mary Jane and then and start the fight. Just trust me, play the first hour. And uh, he did not do me wrong, it's incredible. And the sound, the score, everything you know, what I mean, like, it's just yeah, God of War 2018 is Top a very notch. special game. He didn't do you wrong, but he did you right, Christian. What you got for me? Uh, Monomorpher 2, but we'll get into that and talk at the show, okay? Hell yeah. Gage, what you got for me? Modern oh, Warfare 2, but we'll get into that when Talia the show. <laughs> but also, <laughs> but also, uh, I, I, I rolled credits on uh, Last of Us Part 1 Remake, or Part 1, I guess it's just called. And uh, yeah, uh, just in case you're wondering, it's still a fucking amazing game. So, really mm. great. I actually, surprisingly, it's funny with all this Gotham Knight stuff, because I wasn't here to talk about it, but I was kind of like really disappointed with the performance options in that game but i did play the last of us in quality mode because holy fuck when you the cutscene ends and the gameplay starts it's literally you're literally playing as the same character model it's absolutely insane it rocks it's insane i would just stop like the like the amount of time i spent in photo mode versus the actual amount of pictures i took is like so such a huge gap i would just stop the game and just look at things um but I do want to echo, like, um, it's because I saw this on Twitter and I was like, really? That can't be true. But I had a shit ton of bugs with this. I don't know if you guys ran into this as well. I had an app, like, way more than I remember with the original game. Falling through the floor, like, not being able to press prompts and continue the mission, having to, like, close the game and reopen it. Um, I had zero. Really? No. Yeah, I usually, I usually don't have issues. But yeah, this game was uh, pretty buggy. But, like, when it, when it was... Going playing properly, it was an incredible experience. So that was pretty cool. Interesting. Cool game, Interesting. huh? Cool. Pretty neat. No one has ever said that game is good. Pretty neat for us. Under no. I said that first. Christian, yeah. you, it's underrated. You it. yeah. Christian, you said it after Shut me. Up, I said stop, it first. stop. <laughs> All right. Moving into the topic of the show before you guys kill each other. Uh Modern Warfare 2 campaign impressions. Uh before we get to those, though, Ro, I apologize so much for you for this segment because you haven't it's played okay. Modern Warfare Two. Okay. Uh, I, I when when it's appropriate, I do have a question for you guys. About how about it, right now? Tell us now. Sure. Yeah. I mean, as as Dan hinted, Call of Duty never something that I'm really into. It's like I've tried them. At first, person shooters aren't my thing usually. I do like stories in games, so if it's that good then maybe i would play it but is there anything that you guys could tell me to possibly sell me no. on no, no i didn't think so not on campaign no. yeah. not no. on okay. campaign i i would say to row because i was actually thinking about this because i was like maybe call of duty can be the game that all four of us squad up in not yet but i want to see how extensive the spec ops and the raids are because that does yes. sound like it could be up our alley that's you can play that in third person or first person and it's like PVE cooperative. The raids are supposed to be like like Destiny raids, where you have to do a bunch of like different missions in an open world map. That's so that could be that could be something. And but I, as of right now, dude, it, you play the campaign once, and you'd be like, "That was pretty okay." And then you just or that was good. Yeah, or everything we'll everything that, that I'm seeing about it is like just seems so 
like it's not worth it for right now no but yeah although we say this like gauge is onto something because that gameplay in the campaign the campaign itself whatever the story whatever but that gameplay the guns themselves fuck they're they're really fucking good they feel so good and they feel so unique yeah the shooting rocks in that game it's amazing I will contrast you and Gage a little bit because I know you guys are pretty much on the same same wavelength from the campaign. I loved the campaign, but uh, like knowing that that campaign is literally it's Call of Duty. Like if you've played any Call of Duty in the past, it's no different, really. Like it's big action sequences and, you know, crazy, you know, explosions. And it's not really It feels like diet, like diet modern warfare, to be honest. It's like best best of Call of Duty, not even. Well, I want to let Dan finish mean, before I, I go. I know what you mean. Dan was on something. Yeah, go ahead. No, 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 you're good. I I was just saying like that's that's why I was telling you, Ro. I don't think you would be interested because if you've played the other ones before, or if you've seen the other ones before, it's it's not really any different than those in my eyes, um, in terms of like what it actually is. The campaign is, but like the visual spectacle of it is what I love about call of duty. So like I don't play call of duty campaigns for their stories. I there's probably not, I could count on one hand, the stories of call of duty, (laughs) call of duty games that I've enjoyed, but it's that visual spectacle, the action sequences, the, you know, the cool stealth missions, like those things are what gets me excited about a call of duty campaign. And like you said, Christian, the gameplay is really good. So uh, that kind of draws me in as well. And like this this game actually is actually a lot harder i feel like in gauge i think you mentioned this as well uh than previous call of duty games i was playing on normal and i was dying a lot and uh so yeah it it's yeah i i had a good time with it though um but i I know you guys have similar thoughts to each other um on on what you guys i had them first but yeah (laughs) oh actually i do want to hear actually gauge's thoughts first anyway (laughs) So it works out this one time. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, um, visual spectacle I can't disagree with. I, But Christian, you saying that it feels like um, Modern Warfare Light, Call of Duty Light, I, I kind of think I know where you're going with that, is that, like, I enjoyed the campaign all the way through. I do think that it's much more, the pacing is much better in the second half of the campaign. Like, my biggest problem was that I actually was maybe four or five missions in. I was starting to get worried. I was like, I'm not liking this at all. And I'm seeing lots of hype. Like, I'm really worried. I'm not going to like this. And then there's, I don't consider this spoilers. So I'm, I'm going to say it's not spoilers. There's, uh, there's, a, there's two theme missions that you have back to back right in the middle of the campaign. Uh, they're both the same mm-hmm. sort of thing. Um, yes. And uh, after that point, I felt like the campaign got a lot tighter. But before that, I was, I was really like... And I'm not a big fan of those themed missions too. So the fact that I had two of them back to back, I was like, I'm really not liking this at all. But the second half saved it. Um, in terms of gameplay, I kind of, I don't know if this if if this is where Christian was going to go with it. But the thing, the problem that I have with this and what it keeps it from being like an 8.5 or a nine or like a, a really great game in my mind, is that when I completed it and I was like, cool, I played it on hardened i usually play them on veteran just to get through but i was like this game is fucking ridiculous i'm not playing this on veteran but i'll usually play it through on the hardest difficulty just for like a fun challenge and then i'll go back and replay like on the lower difficulty just to have fun with it and you know admire things and dick around and all that stuff but i was thinking of missions to replay and like in a lot of the missions i was like there's a lot of filler in a lot of these missions like not i'm not talking stealth sections i'm talking like either walking and talking 
or fucking directing somebody through a fucking CCTV camera, which is the least fun thing you could possibly do. I can't do. believe they brought it back. I can't believe it. Like, that's not what I, that's not fucking fun. That's not a set piece. I hate that. I would rather just follow that person around. Just let me follow him around and 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 turn it into a stealth mission. There was just so many, and then there were certain parts where you thought you were going to have a fun time and it didn't. Specifically in uh, the second last mission, um, it's a coordinated strike, so it's bouncing around from a bunch of different people's perspectives throughout the mission, and it bounces to this one guy who gets into an attack helicopter, and you're like, "Fucking hell yeah!" And then it just cuts back to somebody else in a van. And I'm like, "There's not even like a chopper gunner mission. Like what? Like." I don't know. It's feel it felt felt very subdued. Like they were trying mm. to be realistic at the expense of like, well, no, this is a this is still at the end of the day a Michael Bay movie. Like make it fun and over the top. I felt like it was just yeah, I felt like there was a lot of filler. And aside from a few really cool missions, like Alone, everybody loves Alone. I think it's a great mission. The um the Cartel Mansion mission was fucking awesome as well. But even that mission was like yeah. fucking ten minutes long. Like it was and then it was done. That's Yeah. If I can jump in. Yeah. Um I think I think their problem is that they're stuck between two places of where they needed this game to go, and they couldn't choose one. They're stuck between what everyone has been comparing Modern Warfare 2019? 18? Yep, 2019. 2019, uh, like the Catherine Bigelow-esque kind of story, and the also old Michael Bay-esque kind of uh, games right. from beforehand. They're somewhere in the middle, uh, and, and like there's tension there, because like the story structure of the actual missions just fall flat a lot of the time like i was thinking about the like yeah as, as visually as impressive as amsterdam looks what is that mission i'm not going to spoil it but it's it's like it's if you break it down it's like five minutes long and you move on to the next thing uh, and it's like right. th these constant things where like the pace is just taken out of it and like i'm having fun in the moment like it, it's cool uh but when i think about it there's like no real mission that i would really want to go back to and replay when i think of the highs of the other games i think of like obviously all gillied up I think about even 2019 has a clean house, which is fantastic. I love to replay that game, uh, that mission. Right. Is there one that I want to replay right now from this one? No, because other games have done it, done it better. Even the one that's like, you know, the Uncharted 2 inspired mission. Uh, I think we sorry, can say mission four. names. It's, I think mission names are fine. I think we can say mission names. Hell, Hellfire from a, or something, something. I forget what it's called. Fire. I can't remember the name mm. of the mission. I also can't remember the name. I was, I was like, yes, uh, mission names. I don't fucking remember. If them. I say the hi the highway mission, will you know what I'm talking yes. about? Oh yeah, that's like, that went on for uh, way too long. It was too long. Uncharted has done it better. It started off strong, but like, but then it went on for like another forty minutes. And like you said, yeah. some missions are five minutes, and it was like I was I thought that was cool, and then by the end of that mission, I was like, I didn't know I ever want to do this again. Like you've killed it. Yeah. You've overstayed your welcome. I would. Oh, but oh, never mind. That is a story spoiler. Never mind. Yeah, you know oh, what I was excited well, for. You know what I was excited for. You yeah, know what I'm going to yeah. see in this. And they, hell yeah, I'm crushing. They're crushing. And to be honest, I could overlook these things if the narrative was strong. But my biggest complaint is that like they just don't nail it. Like it, I think it's a little bit messy. I think they don't understand the politics that they're going on for this. Which is like it's a Call of Duty game. I can, I can, you know, uh, excuse a lot of things. But in this one, it's just like. I don't know. I at least in 2019 they were trying to meditate on certain kind of geopolitical stuff, and this is just like we're going to mention it and then just completely toss it aside for just like a, what should be a set piece, and then just isn't. Uh, I'm still having fun, kind of moment to moment, but for the most part, just it just falls flat for me. I I specifically agree with you on that point because the first game, the I think the the difference is is like. I don't think the first game went necessarily deeper than this one, but it had a consistent theme where it was really about occupation and invasion. 
and it was th- it, that was that was about that uh, was the fictional state Urzikstan, where uh, Far is from. Like mm-hmm. that was that was the main plot line, and that was the main political sort of like topic that they were kind of addressing throughout the entire game. So it kind of felt like you got enough of it, and they understood enough of it. Whereas in this game, I think I've experienced the same thing you did, where they would touch on one thing and then move on, or somebody would make a comment about some sort of really important sort of political ideology or something like that, and then then move on to the next thing. And it jumped around so much. And I think that the only time it started to get consistent, like I said in our group chat, was towards the end of the game. And then by the time it felt like I was like, okay, I'm kind of running with this plot line, the game was over. So it felt like it kind of jumped around a lot in the first half. And then when things did start to finally get consistent, it kind of fumbled. But I see what you mean about the one foot in one door and one foot in the other. And I think the best way to solve this and what they should try to do is have your realistic gritty character writing, but stick to your Michael Bay sort of like global story beats. Like have your crazy World War Three, like all that stuff. And but have mm. like your because I did think the characters were much better written. Yes. Like I was somebody who was yes. saying like like guys, you like are, characters. Yeah, you are misremembering Ghost from the original Modern Warfare. He was just a dude with a cool mask. That's it, right? We all we all cried and thought it was the worst thing in the world. But when you go back and replay it, you're like, oh, this guy has he just is kind of witty and has a mask that's it like he's no character whereas in this one they kind of flesh like i was pleasantly surprised with the character writing in this which is why it's so difficult they do and they have chemistry yeah and so do and so does they have which they have to build which was nice that was cool you got to see them introduce and alejandro has chemistry with fucking everyone including me i fucking love this man (laughs) i want to kiss him by far the best character dude and and, uh rudy i can't believe they did that so this is this is why it's so Rodolfo. Yeah, Rodolfo. Um, this is why it's so hard to give it a number score because certain things the campaign I think they really fumbled on, and certain things they fucking nailed beyond my expectation. I was not expecting that the game that was going to introduce Ghost, everyone's fan favorite, for them to introduce a completely original character who steals the show from all these. Like he is the standout. Like if you look He's at so any cool. reviews, everyone loves him. The fan base, like I go on this Call of Duty subreddit expecting to see the most toxic shit in the world. It's all <laughs> Alejandro's stand posts. I was fucking surprised. So like shout out to I to Infinity Ward because they, yeah, what an amazing performance and character to introduce in a game that is remaking one of the most beloved game with the most established characters in a franchise. That was, was pretty cool. And there was a point where I was worried that they were going to do something. Well, I, that's not a spoiler, is it? Oh, okay, I'm going to say this. Be. Okay. Wait, wait, wait. I'm going to take the hot seat for Podcast PXN. If, if it's a small spoiler, it's Call of Duty. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's Call of Duty. Okay. It's a Call of Duty. Campaign. Sure. Spoiler in the vague terms. So skip ahead if you don't want to hear this. But I, I, I got the impression that they were going to do something with Alejandra that I was yes. going to be like, what the fuck? No, don't do right. this. But then they didn't. And I really I liked that the, they didn't go down that path. So. I never felt that impression. I just didn't. Knew. They, oh. could, nope. they couldn't. They couldn't. They couldn't do that. Not Tim. No, absolutely not. <laughs> but that's why I thought they would. I was. Yeah. I'm with you, Dan. I'm 100 with you. I started to get the sinking feeling at a certain point in the campaign. Again, we're not saying yeah. a certain point in the campaign. I started to get a sinking feeling in my chest, and I was like, "Don't you fucking dare! Yeah. Don't do this to me right now!" And if they did, yep. that would have been effective. Let me say because I would have been fucking pissed. So, Ro, oh, I want to mention something to you. Yes. Um. Do you remember uh, we were talking in the PXM private chat about how, like, I do want to give praise to, like, the Spanish writing in this game because, like, it is written very much like how 
I've heard Spanish spoken for all my fucking life, but because these are Mexican characters, like they speak like fucking Mexicans. Finally, right. someone's doing it so good in the game. At the same time, this isn't a, this isn't a spoiler. This is a, there's a moment in one of the uh, the early missions where a sheriff comes up to you and he's like, "Oh, all you Mexicans look the same. You all look like the bad guys." It's like, what Whoa. the fuck does that mean? <laughs> I, what does that mean? But is that not good writing in a way? Because that's probably accurate, I guess. Right? Like, that's... He's supposed to be the good guy. But I think, you know what's funny? I think the police, if I remember correctly, if you're playing with subtitles on, I think the police come up as red when they're they're yelling at you. No, they come up as blue. Do they? Yeah, I have subtitles on. Yeah. Okay, interesting. is blue usually the color for allies or are they yeah green? yeah yes okay. there's certain, they, actually, that's, that's they actually use so that funny. in the game where yeah. like there'll be if somebody if yeah okay subtitles yeah. Will change, yeah. like and it'll actually cool. give you a heads up that was kind of neat the color oh, yeah. of the character's like name will change mid cutscene based on their actions yeah that's kind of cool i i saw a cutscene or like a, a a gameplay um clip on twitter where this guy was playing as a character and, and the mission was de-escalate the situation and to de-escalate oh. you had to aim you the aim gun, gun at this people. Yeah. <laughs> I was my, like, yeah. My answer to that is like, I just thought it's, it was funny. Call of du- it's Call of Duty. Exactly, I have yeah. To, like, it, they're not going to program a, like a, a de-escalation yeah. uh, conversation system for one absolutely. mission. Like, yeah. it was one of those things where I, I was like, yes, was this funny is... Out of context. Absolutely. It's funny <laughs> to point and laugh at, but I'm like, okay, they're not going to... Like, I get gameplay-wise, that's why that's the button that you press. Yeah. Otherwise, it's throw tactical or like fucking <laughs> melee and that doesn't really work as well all right yeah there's a there's a clip from hassan i'm sorry dan there's a clip from hassan who's talking talking about this because yeah and then like a couple seconds later there's somebody who has like a bat and hassan shoots at them but it was still civilian obviously (laughs) and and like the mission stops and it's like don't shoot civilians like he failed it he's like oh but she was armed There was actually one mission. I can't remember which mission, but I accident I kept accidentally shooting civilians because I thought they had guns in their hands, and I was like, "Oh, whoops, sorry, sorry about that." Classic, classic game. Uh, <laughs> but to jump back real quick, Christian, um, talking about like the iconic missions from previous games, like I thought that alone was that one of those missions, like from this game. Like I loved that mission, like, and I feel like that would be a great mission to replay because there's so many different ways you could go about doing it like there's so many different avenues so many different pieces you can pick up and and i i get that it's not it's not going to be the most variety you know of anything in the world because it is at the end of the day call of duty but i kind of liked that scavenging aspect where you're trying to scavenge and um you know build your stuff up to figure out how to get through these certain scenarios Um, yeah it was okay like it was fine it, I mean, it feels like a gimmick mission to me, uh, personally. Like, it, it was fun. It was a nice change of pace. And I liked, you know, the story beats surrounding that. But for me, if, I, if I'm going to go back to replay a mission, it's it's the one in Spain, um, which I thought was fantastic. That's like an open-ended mission, uh, you and someone else. It's an homage to another mission from Call of Duty 4. Um, and what I really liked about that is that you, that one felt like true freedom with Call of Duty proper, where you have, like, you know, your two guns and they're both silenced. So you have to remain um sneaking into this right area that i won't say what i really liked about it is that one very surprisingly they gave my character options for how to respond to mm-hmm. the two other people that were uh, joining me here so like i felt like i was getting to build my own rapport with them which is nice but also you're able to uh dictate your own approach you have a backpack and in it you have different tacticals and and lethals that you can pick and choose and then when you get to like spots where you can um like choose how to invade you can either 
Globa C4. You can sneak in and like look at your little snake cam and see like where people are located. You can climb to the roof and shoot down, or you can open up a vent and then throw in uh, like tear gas or something, and then they all start running out, and you know you start picking them apart that way. That was like awesome. That mission was really cool. I would, if I was gonna yeah. choose once replay, it'd be that one. Yeah, I, I enjoyed it's, that as well. It's interesting that we all have the different standout missions because for me it was Dark Water. I thought that was like the one that was so far above the rest. But I also am in the I also am in the alone camp. But see, that's the thing that you bring up the Spain mission and like yeah, that was also really good too. Like those, I think those three are probably the ones that I would replay. I I do like the cartel mission as well. Again, very short, but what they're going for is kind of fun in that little sandbox. That you oh sure, yeah. In. Um, but like even that, like half of that mission is is walking and talking, and you can't do anything. You know what I mean? Like it still feels like there's so much filler in this campaign. And I was surprised when I went to replay it that it did make me go through all of that with no option to skip. Like you have to, because it's not technically a cutscene, but you're also just kind of walking around being talked at. So, um, but one interesting thing when you say it's a gimmick mission with the alone is that I actually disagree. I think it's a tutorial mission. I think a lot of yes. this campaign is getting you prepared for DMZ. Yeah, I hated it. I hated it. I fucking hated it. Why? They're and in a, like I mission. I, I know. I, I, I picked up. I picked up on that really early. I was like, okay, this is this is DMZ. This is what DMZ is gonna feel like. This is the looting, the cabinets, the toolboxes, the certain things. You know which ones you can open, which ones you can't. And I think we're getting a look at what the time to kill might look at with all the armored enemies because that is so out of Bullshit. out of nowhere. And I was thinking about it. Everyone's complaining about it. No matter what difficulty people are playing on, they're complaining about like why there's so many armored enemies. They take way too fucking long to kill, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, this is like, this feels like this is like, okay, this is what it's going to feel like in DMZ. This is, this is what you can expect when you have a fully geared uh, opponent running at you and you guys get into a firefight. Because I was thinking, I was like, this is not fun for campaign. This almost feels like this is another intention. And um, this has been done before, uh, most notably with dice there's a battlefield 4 update where they added tracers to the guns like it was it was out of nowhere like guns had a mm. really insane tracer effect everyone's like what the fuck's going on and then somebody found out that or put the pieces together where it's like oh their next game is battlefront they're seeing how much visual intensity they can get get away with on screen because that update came well after battlefield 4's uh life cycle ended and then it was removed like two months later so I think this is this is them testing the water, seeing how people feel about certain mechanics. I mean, I get that, but like, just put that in in its own game mode and balance afterwards. Like, don't put For it in sure. a campaign. Like, there's there's a boss fight mission where like you have to loot for certain things and like oh you have to this is what it's going to look like in warzone and dmz there's a mission where you like you got to like find plates to plate up and it's like i get it this is preparing you for warzone and dmz but i will get enough of this when i learn in warzone and dmz i don't really need this in my campaign i will because say they're gonna teach you again I'm sure. they're right. gonna teach you again they're gonna teach you again because they're gonna a make you do to play a game right they're gonna make you do a tutorial match or something like that i will say i agree with the armored enemies I, I was like you know what i get it i get what you're doing I don't need this. This is mess, especially on, on hardened. And I've heard people say regular is brutal too. Like it was just obnoxious and it slowed the pacing down way too much. But I did enjoy the looting. I did enjoy the crafting. I did enjoy the scavenging. I did enjoy all that stuff. So that part worked out well for me. But I totally see if you didn't enjoy that, how that would just felt like you just got a double dose of like unnecessary tutorial disguised as campaign missions, which is, yeah, I picked up on that really early. And can I just say, that final mission, or not final mission, there's a, I think second to last mission, there's a boss fight that happens in it. Tell me Same that one. that doesn't feel like that's like an open world Destiny event. 
in that little sort of area where it's like you can yeah, see that sort yeah. of being and also this is my problem with the story the writing takes a nosedive for that fucking section did you guys start hearing the taunts they were saying to each other i was like it was somebody, too much it was way too much i was like this is they've totally just gone full marvel this was zero dark 30 and then now it's just like oh that was that was weird that was like my me. my <laughs> My other problem with the writing as well is like it felt to me like the overarching story was trying to sort of mimic the original Modern Warfare 2 in terms of like, I don't want to spoil anything, but like the overarching things that are happening and like, you know, certain things are going to happen because they happened in the original and you're like, all right maybe we should have changed this up a little bit more because like that was very expected. Like they had that scene where you're talking about gauge where the color changes the subtitle. Right. And I was right. like, okay, I already knew this was basically going to happen because it happened in modern warfare too. So that's, that's interesting. I, I, so yeah, it's almost like, um, that, so that thing that happens, yeah. I mean, I mean, yeah, we're not going to say it, but even if we did, I don't like, I don't think well, that that's much of a shocker, but let's just, let's just not say it. But anyways, that thing, it's like, it felt like it happened in this game only because it was supposed to happen. You know what because, I mean? Like, yep. Yeah. Like, I see what you mean, Dan, where it's like, yeah. we didn't, I, I couldn't tell you why story-wise that right. needed to happen so no. quickly. And like that immediately where they just, no feelings, no strings attached. Like, you're right, Dan. Like certain plot beats felt like it was like, okay, this is happening because this is Modern Warfare Two and this has to happen, as opposed to it reaching a natural point. Yes. Because the story, the story it was trying to tell was a much slower story and it couldn't happen that fast. But because it was yeah. Modern Warfare Two, they kind of had to be like, well, you knew this was coming, so th here it is, and this is why this happened. And it's like, well, that didn't seem like it naturally got to that point. But my my thing is, uh, obviously, I knew it was going to happen too. Like my excitement was to see how it would happen, and then for, just to echo Gage exactly what he said is like it just it happens it just because happened. it's supposed to happen. And it's like okay, I guess. And then like a few missions later, we're ramping up to the conclusion, and just like I guess we're, like we're the fun is just starting. Like it, it, we're finally getting some cool global stuff, and and then it just kind of ends. It's like okay, well, you excited for Modern Warfare three? I guess I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I, that that ending did get me excited for Modern Warfare three. I will say that. Without yeah, there are two credit scenes that I thought were really exciting, but like, yeah, I just I just wish like the base campaign was a bit a bit more fleshed out. Just I almost Drew make those beats hit home when they're supposed it, to. True. Right. It's it sucks though because like I almost feel like to make the story more coherent, it would kind of get rid of Alejandro and his bit. But like, that was kind of the best part. That's why it's such a it's such a mixed bag. It's yeah. so strange because I'd almost think to myself like, okay, well, the start of this game should be shadow company in the middle east in in Farah's place and like it's like they've been there for a while and things are starting to go sour like you said and then that whole game is sort of that plot line whereas as opposed to like we spend like it's just a very unfocused campaign it felt like in terms of story yeah. and hitting a lot like dan said perfectly hitting a lot of beats because it has to um which is unfortunate everything to do with shadow company and you know etc that feels rushed and it's like all over the place everything yep. to do with Valet valeria Fuck, that shit is good. Yeah. I, I was enjoying. I was en really enjoying her, like her bit and everything revolving Alejandro's world. That was that was right. exciting to me. It almost kind of feels like Daredevil season two, where it's like half of it is focused on this one thing. You're like, okay, I'm kind of getting into this, and then it just stops, and that's oh, now we're on to the next thing. And it's like, okay, I'm kind of getting into this now too, but what happened to the other thing? And now the game's over. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. But I will say, similar to Dan, I am also 
I can't I can't help but feel excited for the third one almost in a way that it, it seems like they've it, hindsight has kind of given them this opportunity to change the story slightly and we're going into the what is hopefully the conclusion of this trilogy with all of these characters alive that we know and like all of them are alive and all of them are developed so I do think that kind of lends itself to this really exciting Modern Warfare 3 where it's like I like when you know the characters you you root for die or sacrifice themselves or like there's stakes involved so i will say that's the one thing i'm very excited for with modern warfare 3 is that it seems like they're kind of setting things up for to be really like explosive and maybe they'll have certain missions from modern warfare 2 in the from the original modern warfare 2 in the modern warfare 3 as they've kind of done with Mm. um this new remake having certain missions like christian said earlier from the first modern warfare there's a there's a mission in the old mission, uh, Modern Warfare. What's <laughs> the mission? Impossible. Impossible. <laughs> there's a well, there's a mission in the old Modern Warfare uh, trilogy. I think it was in three, um, where it starts and you're just like an astronaut in space fixing a satellite. Mm, yes, that's two. It, that's I think that is two. Yeah, that is and two. Yeah. You, you look over and there's like a bright light. It's like it looks like a missile and it's going and then it just blows up. It's a fucking EMP and that like ends up exploding in like the the air from that or i guess like not air in space would that be just anyway, it still just, be kinetic force it'd still be the force kinetic, yeah that force like this destroys the satellite and the ash that poor astronaut was just working on it and then it cuts down to the ground like level and you're back in in the shoes of a soldier it's like that was cool bring bring shit like that back that went hard right but that's what i'm saying it seems like they're setting that's what they might be moving towards that right because it seems like the new trilogy is moving at a slower pace so now i'm kind of excited where it's like i want to see that that's what I want to get to. I want to see that in this new engine. Are you kidding? Yeah, be yeah, be hot. Also, Darkwater was a good mission too. By the way, I just remembered you said that. That was cool. Darkwater was awesome. I felt like that was the most like that felt like classic Call of Duty. It had like yeah. your exciting cutscenes, but too short. Yeah, your cool set pieces with the car container. I mean, we saw gameplay of that before, and it, it was it was just as fun to play as it was to watch. Like I was excited about that. Hmm. Absolutely. Well, gents, I think. What? Sorry, Christian. Last thing I'll say. Um, I'll give my score for Modern Warfare Two campaign. Oh, okay. Oh, uh, your score. I mean, you you already know it. I already gave it on. Oh, you're not changing it. You haven't changed your mind at all. Uh, absolutely not. I think uh, there's a lot to criticize thematically and narratively, but the gameplay is still very much fun. Those things are at odds with each other. The story structure kind of a little messy. Could have been a better game, but I still enjoyed my time with it for the most part. I think it's a good campaign, a bit higher than IGN, 7 out of 10. Do I go next? Yeah, go for it. You ready, Dan? Yeah, I'm ready for it. 6.5 out of 10. Wow. I'm going a little bit lower since our conversation. I I was thinking of all the missions, and I was like, man, I really don't want to replay most of those. And (laughs) it is a video game first, and gameplay is important. I I Mm. love this story. I I I, I love some of the characters, but man. Yeah, some of the gameplay is just not it for me. So 6.5. And this is going to be the opposite end of the spectrum because like, I, I always go in with the mindset of a certain expectation of Call of Duty and whether that's good or bad is another th- thing entirely. So I probably it would be like an 8 or 8.5 for me. Honestly, I, I couldn't tell you exactly, but... I thought it was a really good campaign. I, personally, I thought it was ver- had a lot of variety. I felt like every mission was different, with the exception of the one that had back-to-back missions that were the right. same. 
uh and i really liked that um it did have its set pieces that i thought were gorgeous and the, visually the game is very good but yeah my gripes are with the story and uh yeah uh, that, that story is a, a bit of a mess but uh yeah i don't know uh nice. but we're gonna give that means one. that means from pxn it's still getting around a 7.5 7 7.75 somewhere in there so it's still getting the pxn approve yeah and we're gonna give the final word to Roshan on this because, like, you know, that was real. Ro, Correct. you just had to listen to us. So now, what would like Valeria? What I would like who? Valeria. Valeria. Oh, maybe I will play this game. Um, no, I, what I was gonna say was it's it's uh, it's really cool that you guys all had like very different opinions still had like some some consistencies but like a a seven a 6.5 and an eight like that's that's cool to see that you guys are able to have a pretty good discussion about it and still you know be able to give it a number at the end of the day i i, I don't have anything to add obviously but christian it, it was a give, nice us, conversation give us the final it. rating of modern warfare the final Two. official rating didn't you already give it what's the aggregate no, no, I want no, no. I want Roshan to pick. He's not played the game at all. Oh, Just yeah, from our pick. conversation, Ro. Oh, what I is? Pick... Yeah, what is the score? <laughs> I would say it sounds like a, it's a seven. Wow. I was hoping right. you just pick like a three or a two or it's completely <laughs> left five. field. Yeah, five. <laughs> one. <laughs> one I've listened to all of you, and I've decided it is a five. Sounds like it's a it's a it's a good Call of Duty game. I, I looks like they could have improved a lot of things, a lot of things that don't make sense, but the technical feat seems impressive the gameplay seems fun story seems to be hit or miss but that depends on who you ask mm. i would say it's a a solid seven based on what i've heard and it's also not my final score because multiplayer is not live yet true mm. true open true. critic open yeah critic hopefully they update that <laughs> yeah. well, which is a great point because i think all of our scores would go up a little bit Right, oh, like mine, mine would absolutely go up if if I was yeah. doing multiplayer and spec ops. The beta alone stuff. was fun, man. Yeah, beta was great. Well, guys, Judge Warner has spoken, and it <laughs> it is a seven out of ten for podcast PSN. Thank for you, the campaign for campaign. Sorry, yeah. Thank you again to everyone joining us live on YouTube and Twitch, as well as podcast services everywhere, including Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, not SoundCloud, sorry, Spotify, Stitcher, and everywhere else you get your podcasts. Thank you, Ro, Christian, and Gage. I am Daniel, and this has been Podcast PXN, and we are out. Much love, and keep on gaming. Hell yeah. Oh.